Bill O'Reilly here. Wednesday, February 26, 2020, you are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Raucous Democratic debate in South Carolina. The DNC rebukes Bernie Sanders' comments on Fidel Castro. More than a third of Venezuelans now hungry under socialism. The CDC warns Americans to prepare for the coronavirus. A new study reveals the most obese states in the USA. Also, why did that debate last night get out of control? The top seven Democrats met in South Carolina, the 10th debate of the primary season. The candidates mostly targeting Bernie Sanders, the 78-year-old senator facing tough questions over his $90 trillion in proposed new federal spending and his comments supporting communist dictatorships. We'll have more on that coming up. In fact, Democratic Party spokesperson Sochi Inohosa publicly rebuked Sanders, saying his comments on Fidel Castro, quote, the DNC supports the people of Cuba fleeing that dictatorship, unquote. Sanders defended his decades-long praise of the communist leader, citing his 1959 program on children's literacy, on children's literacy, The truth, however, is that 80% of Cubans could read and write before Fidel Castro took over through a violent revolution. Less than 20 years after Venezuela's socialist revolution, more than a third of the country's citizens are hungry. Recent surveys show 80% of the public live below the poverty line. 33% struggle to find food on a daily basis. Inflation in Venezuela up 1 million percent in the last two years. The Centers for Disease Control in Atlanta warning Americans to prepare for the coronavirus. According to doctors, recent cases in Italy and the UK increase the chances of the disease crossing the Atlantic. The virus having a major impact on the stock market, the Dow Jones dropping 1,900 points in just two days. A new study from the financial website WalletHub cites the most obese states in the USA. The report finds 7 in 10 adults over the age of 20 are either overweight or suffer from obesity. The worst places, Tennessee, Kentucky, West Virginia, and Mississippi. In a moment, I'll tell you what really happened last night at the debate. Right back. You've been hearing about gold all over the news. Prices continue to climb. Not surprising, given all the warnings of a recession and the uncertainty of the upcoming election. Americans are looking for stability as a way to protect their savings in retirement. That's why I recommend you consider gold and silver as a safe haven for your savings in retirement. The company I recommend in half for years is American Hartford Gold Group. They are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Also, they make it simple and easy for you to invest in physical gold and silver. If you're listening right now, you get a free silver coin from my friends at American Hartford Gold Group. All you have to do is give them a call, 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-G-O-L-D. Call them now to claim your free silver gift for a limited time and tell them Bill sent you. Or visit them online at www.billfreecoin.com. Again, that's 877-444-4653 or billfreecoin.com. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Last night's Democratic debate in Charleston, South Carolina. The primary is there on Saturday, and it's a very important vote. First of all, last night, Jerry Springer should have been the moderator as uh, the uh, questioning and answering quickly got out of control. And the five CBS moderators had no authority. The politicians ran over them like SUVs crushing prairie dogs. The focus was on frontrunner Bernie Sanders, who simply says the same thing over and over and over. The USA is corrupt, and he'll provide free stuff to everybody on a scale never before even considered. The six candidates running behind Sanders tried to diminish him, but they're actually afraid of him because Bernie Sanders' social media posse, named the Bernie Bros, are vicious and will smear the senator's detractors. Therefore, the verbal darts thrown at Sanders were kind of weak, when all you have to do is tell the truth about the senator. For example, you might say, hey, Bernie, you believe that pretty much every foreign national in the world should be able to come to the USA. You would have very little border security, and once people snuck in, they would get free health care provided by the American taxpayer. Now, Bernie, does that make any sense at all? You'd bankrupt the United States within two years. So millions of foreign nationals come here, and we, the people, the working people, pay all their health care bills? That's what you're proposing, Bernie Sanders? That's all you have to do. As for the individual Democratic candidates on the stage last night, Steyer and Klobuchar have no chance at all. Buttigieg is hanging on, but doesn't really say very much to advance his cause. Yes, very articulate, energetic, presents well, but what's he talking about? Elizabeth Warren is so unlikable, she makes Hillary Clinton look like Oprah. Joe Biden is simply lost. Last night, he actually said 150 million Americans have been killed by gun incidents. 150 million. That's twice as many as lost their lives in World War II. Not one CBS moderator, and there were five of them, corrected him. And finally, Michael Bloomberg. He did better last night, still apologizing, begging forgiveness, all of that, looks weak, um, no sense of humor really, uh, doesn't engage, but the truth is, that Mayor Bloomberg would give Donald Trump the strongest run of any of the Democratic candidates. Bloomberg is smart. He ran New York City efficiently, and it's fallen apart now that he's gone. He has unlimited money. He will spend $2 billion. Donald Trump should be very wary of Michael Bloomberg. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it. For more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com where the coverage is honest and fair. In a moment, something you might not know. Homeowners are leaving money on the table as mortgage rates plummet. 
Make sure you're not one of them. It's as easy as a 10-minute call to American Financing. Take advantage of a free, no-obligation mortgage review. No pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. It's a quick and easy way to see if you can add hundreds of dollars back to your monthly budget, all without starting your term over. So if you have 27 years or 24 years left, you can choose those terms. There's no going back to a 30-year loan. Don't pay interest for years you don't need. You know what else? You may even be able to postpone two mortgage payments, creating even more upfront savings. Don't put a refinance off any longer. Rates will not stay this low forever. Please call 888-462-9557, 888-462-9557, or visit AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing NMLS 182334 NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. It is Ash Wednesday, the start of Lent, for two billion Christians around the world. A 40-day period of fasting and prayer ending on Easter Sunday. Millions of Americans will visit churches to receive ashes on their foreheads in the shape of a cross. The tradition dates back to the 4th century, when Christians wore clothing covered in burnt leaves to symbolize their sins. Pope Urban II formalized Ash Wednesday in 1091, declaring all Christians will receive ashes. Today, the Holy Day is celebrated all over the world in some pretty unique ways. In Croatia, they like to light things on fire, ringing in Lent by burning a human-sized wooden doll and other figures representing the sins of the past year. In the United Kingdom, they play sports. Since the 1200s, Britons host the Royal Shrovetide Football Match, a medieval version of rugby. Thousands turn up to play. The goalposts are three miles apart. Wow. Matches last more than eight hours. The Germans mark Ash Wednesday by washing their wallets. In the Black Forest region, Christians believe dipping their wallets and purses into local fountains will bring good luck in the months ahead. If you're in Iceland... It may look a little like American Halloween. Kids dress up in costumes, sing songs, go door-to-door for candy. They'll even pull pranks, pinning bags of ash to each other's backs. In China, Christians mark the occasion in private because the communist rulers in Beijing discourage any outward display of religion, including ashes. Instead, the country's 54 million Christians pray in their homes, hoping that government agents don't discover that. And here's something you might not know. Only 38% of American adults attend religious services every week. But that hasn't stopped clergy on Ash Wednesday. Some congregations participate in Ashes to Go initiatives. One church in Vancouver, Canada, even offers drive through blessings if you need to quote ash and dash back after this. We've all gotten an expert appraisal for things that are valuable, a realtor for our homes, an auto dealer for our cars, a jeweler for heirlooms. 
But you may have something even more valuable than any of those things, your life insurance policy. If you are 75 years or older with a policy worth $100,000 or more, my friend at We Buy 75 will appraise it free and show you how much it's worth in cold, hard cash. So please call 844-WE-BUY-75 or visit webuy75.com. One word, webuy75.com. Imagine never having to pay a life insurance premium again. There's no greater feeling than having all that cash you need for your necessities and fun stuff, too. You've seen We Buy 75 on TV, heard them on the radio. So what have you got to lose? You can get very good money. Please call 844-WE-BUY-75 or visit webuy75.com today. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.